Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, episode 574, here with Sam Shuford, Women of the Hobby. Going to talk about her media presence and how she's doing great things to bring uh, more women to the enjoyment of the hobby. But thanks, sponsors Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So uh, enjoy this uh, interview and conversation between uh, myself and Sam. Enjoyable time. Hope you enjoy it too. Here it is. Welcome to the show, Sam. You're like the face or the voice of a movement. Women in the hobby. So how did all that come about? I'm glad you're doing that, but were you collecting as a young person? So what's your story? And welcome to the show. Yeah, I definitely appreciate being on. My story is I had cards when I was younger, but I wouldn't say I was that person that was going to a hobby shop or anything like that. I just had random cards. A lot of my collection as a kid was Sports Illustrated for kids cards. They were one of the few that had female cards too. Were you more drawn to the female cards or Mia Hamm? Honestly, as a kid, even having these cards was number one, true and true. I'm a sports fan. Like sports is where I really love. Obviously to me, cards is secondary to loving sports or just maybe enhances it in a way. So I'm a huge sports fan, always grew up. I'm a really big football fan, Carolina Panthers fan. But I think as a kid, I love sports. I got Sports Illustrated for Kids magazines, and then I just had the cards from there. Luckily, I was collecting somewhat of the right time. There's like a Steph Curry. It was 2007, 2008 is when I really was collecting those magazines and having those cards. So pretty good year. There are actually a lot of Sports Illustrated for Kids cards during that time that are quite valuable now. That's nice. I still have some of them. Obviously, now I look back and wish I had never torn them out because they are not not like a young person would tear them out or professionally (laughs) cut them out, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, they are ripped there, but that's okay. Still have them just as like my first initial collection. And then really how I got back into it all of a sudden was I graduated college May of 2020. I was at home in between college and starting my job. I was around the house looking at different things, trying to waste some time during the pandemic and just being at home like everyone else. I stumbled upon cards again and I just went full force into it. The next day I tried to go to my local Walmart. We don't really have a LCS super close to me or they're open like weird hours. And really I'm sad because I'm not sure that they're open anymore. But I initially... Uh, Yeah, I went to Walmart. I didn't even know where the card section was. So (laughs) that was a new lesson for me as well. Honestly, though, at the time, of course, I didn't find much. But then I would say probably within the next month, I went to my first card show. Summer 2020. So it was in South Carolina. Um, That might prove as to why it was still happening. But Spartanburg, South Carolina, I think it was June or July. It was actually a a pretty big show. Um, I thought, especially obviously being the first show I'd really been to. I was definitely a a bit overwhelmed, but I thought it was a pretty good show. There are a lot of vendors there. And I actually saw someone that I knew from college that I didn't know collected. So that was, oh wait, you collect too? Finding someone that you didn't even know collected. And I'm just steadily getting on eBay, following different pages on Instagram and things like that throughout the process within the summer of 2020, probably through the end of the year. 
I was still in the hobby, maybe not as big of a presence as I have now, but I think some of that was, I didn't really know any other females who collected. So not that, oh, I'm not going to stay in here and know other girls. No, I just realized maybe I just need to seek those people out more heavily in a sense. That was when I got the idea. I know there has to be other women out there who collect. It can't just be me. I wanted to create a community or just a landing page for people to go to and find those other women who collect, maybe even collect the same things, but just have that other community that they can go to rather than the whole hobby community, which at large, we are probably very sure it's a large percentage of males. (laughs) You think it's 95%, 90%? I was going to say 90%. I think I used to say 95, but I think my community is a little skewed now, but yeah. (laughs) I think it's trending and I think that's a good thing. So I think it was rare to see a woman five years ago, and it, mm-hmm. it probably was 5% or less. And now I think it's moving toward 10%, which which is good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, diversity racially as well, I think I've seen in the last few years as well. So all those are healthy things. Here's my standard. So mm-hmm. shoot this down if you don't agree with it. But if you go to a football game and 25% of the fans are women, why shouldn't 25% of the collectors be women? If you go to a baseball game and... of the fans are women. Why shouldn't 20% of the card collectors for baseball cards be women? It shouldn't mirror the people that are fans of this. I I definitely agree with that. And I've had someone even mention this scenario, which reminds me of a lot of what you're saying is women, they go out and they buy sports gear, they buy memorabilia and things like that. So why is that same percentage not also into the hobby or buying sports cards in the same sense. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that would be in the future a target to reach is if the same woman is buying memorabilia, maybe they're also going to go in and buy sports cards as well, which I would say it's definitely a lot less in the sports card sense. Yeah, so I agree. I I think that is very hopefully attainable in the future, but I hope that happens. I don't know how many moms will listen to this. Moms (laughs) get a bad rap in the industry because it's my mom threw out my cards. But how cool would it be is, no, my mom didn't throw out my cards. My mom's a collector or whatever. I think it ought to be free for everybody to enjoy. And so you haven't had, it sounds like you've had a welcoming of people in the hobby. Yeah, I've been extremely welcome. At the time I was in Atlanta and there was like a show every two weeks and I started a good relationship with the local card shop, probably went in there every Saturday. I definitely had a community of sports cards people and that was like my outlet away from life and work and other things. It's been super welcoming and I knew starting the whole women of the hobby, I knew anytime you put a spotlight on something that some people get uncomfortable around or just different things, it opens up opportunity for people to not be so welcoming, but no one has said anything. Everyone has said, I love what you're doing. It's been great. Like I've found other women. So as long as people are getting benefit from it, I'm happy. I think it'd be hard for somebody to say, Hey, the women are taking over. (laughs) It's a little (laughs) premature for that. I think in the next couple of years, we'd have double the number of women involved. And I think that would be a healthy and good thing. And I think especially, I'm just curious because you've mentioned football. And if you're from South Carolina, of course, But I'm wondering if the profile of the typical female collector, they might collect a little bit differently in terms of maybe even the sports, maybe because there's a lot of gals that grew up playing soccer. Mm -hmm. They didn't grow up playing football. They grew up playing soccer and they follow the women's team and they'd be really interested in in those kind of cards or Serena and Venus Williams and the tennis players. Do you see that? Because I think everybody's looking for the next trend. It would just seem like that to get ahead of that. 
Yeah, I definitely see that. I definitely think the females might collect differently. Some of them might say, no, like I collect what everyone else collects. But I do think there might be a bigger proportion that might be into, as you're saying, the women's soccer team. I actually know a lot of females who heavily follow the women's soccer team. But yeah, they're not really into sports cards or anything. But I know a ton of women who have like jerseys and they're big supporters of that team out there. So I could definitely see that translating into them kind of collecting a little bit differently in terms of what they like. I think soccer is where my mind first went to just because I think in other countries too, women might follow soccer more as well. I know two people, my friend Hannah, she's really big into F1. I haven't gotten into that. Yeah. And I think that could be an avenue. I know a lot of people have talked about it being the next big thing, but I think Personally, I see that just because it's been on Netflix and out there in the broader scheme. Like some people get hooked on those Netflix shows and they just binge them all. I could see F1 as well, even though I don't think there are female. What about NASCAR? You're in the hotbed or in NASCAR in the Southeast. And and there there are female drivers and there are Mm -hmm. lots of cards now. They're sixth sport, maybe. I don't know if you put soccer past them up. I don't know. You got the big four with hockey being fourth and soccer. And uh, NASCAR probably are up there. They have a presence. Yeah, they definitely do. Personally, I know Charlotte is literally like the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So yeah, I'm definitely a NASCAR country, but I personally don't follow. But I do know like there are names like Danica Patrick. And I think there's another big name in NASCAR as well. Haley Deegan, yeah. Yeah, Haley. Yeah, I've heard of them. So I could see that. I just don't know as a hobby as a whole. I know there's people on Hobby Hotline, though, who are big into NASCAR. <laughs> but as a whole, I just don't know if the hobby likes NASCAR cards. <laughs> hey, Val and Logan, if you're listening, just these are personal opinions and they're not representative of what everybody. I think NASCAR cards are great, but they're not for everybody. That's your point. Right. If you're really into NASCAR, I think the NASCAR, the game used or race used and lug nuts and things like that. There's a lot of cool stuff there, but it's a sport, but it's. But again, there's a lot of stuff for women to get involved with. Have you found that some of the women of the hobby, are they, I don't know, are they married women that, that their husbands collect too? Are they single? Are mm-hmm. they only daughters or something? Or is there any trend there that suggests other than they love sports? <laughs> yeah, that is interesting to think about the relationship makeup of the women. And I would say it's a good mix. I'm trying to like rack through my brain, but I know a few people who collect and they first got in because their husbands collect. So they saw their husbands doing it. And I think at a certain point, they just decide might as well do this together type of thing. So I've seen that. I've also seen a mix of some younger women, I think specifically their fathers collect. So they're also doing it with their father as well. And then, yeah, there's of course the people who are just out there on their own. I I would consider myself that person. My dad, he doesn't collect. I'm not married or anything. So it's really just me. So there's a good mix. I, I don't know if there's a trend, but if I had to say it was one of them, it might be women getting in possibly because of their husband. I just feel like I know a few people specifically like that. Women do things in groups. Like a dude would just go to a show. But sometimes <laughs> women, like when they're going to the bathroom or something, they'll go with a friend. Yes. Is that something you're doing? Or That's a thing. Honestly, all of my friends that I know that collect don't live near me. So who are women? I got to meet some of them at the National, which was a great experience. Okay. My first initial meetup with all the other women, which was awesome. And there was a night where... Um, the women did get together. Sarah Layton from Layton Sports Cards, she organized it as well. So 
there are quite a few people also Kathy Mayhan, Jimmy from yes, Kentucky Road Shop they had a night as well at trade night so there are a few nights of yeah women getting together as we do yeah just to have that community and that camaraderie just amongst us for the national next year, are they already planning to do more of the same? That'll be in uh, Atlantic City. But just be careful. On the beaten track, it's okay. It had a reputation back in the day of being not as safe. I hope it's safe. Yeah, I think I will be better at planning and definitely go with someone at that point in time. <laughs> um, but I do think that there are plans for next year, maybe to even have a certain booth or something like that. I know Ray Schulte, who worked last time, he's been in contact with some other women as well, just trying to get thoughts and perspectives or things to do in the future. I think that's great. So how did you spend your time at the National? Were you mainly just circulating around and connecting with a bunch of meetups or were you buying some cards or what was your enjoyment at the National? Yeah, I was doing a little bit of everything, really. Of course, I went to look for cards. My main thing, I say I have commitment issues with the bigger cards because I get a little scared, a little too chicken to pull the trigger. So I like to stick with Panthers cards that I can get super cheap. That's my forte. So I picked up some of those Panther cards that I like. And yeah, in a mix of that, just walking the show floor, meeting up with different people, just stopping by their booth or other things. I did make time to do a few interviews with some women that I'd planned beforehand. And then, yeah, we had that night of the women getting together. A little bit of mix of everything. I think next time, though, I I made the mistake of being at a hotel a bit further away. So I think this time I would be a little bit closer yeah. And probably have more of a schedule because before I knew it, yeah, I was in there at one point from like 8 to 2 p.m., had nothing to eat. And I was like, wow, I'm not really feeling so hot. I need to refuel the system, get some liquid, just a bit better planning on my end. It could be both ways. But if you're making a deal with somebody and maybe they know you, maybe they don't. But let's say if they know you, do you think they give you like a slightly better deal or do they try to take advantage of you? I don't know. I think I may have experienced both situations. I think some people are like, oh, I'll just give it to you or oh, yeah, you can have it type of thing or super cheap price. Just a lot of times too, though, I am picking up Panthers cards and I think people pick up on that by the stack of Panthers cards they have. They're like, eh, I'll give you a good deal. And other times I think some people have thrown out a price and I'm like, who do you think I am? Like, I know that's not a good price. I think I've experienced a bit of both. I don't know if I want to associated directly to being a woman. It could be. I don't think it's really helped or hurt me in, in either way too much. I don't think. So. Well, I hope those are both isolated occurrences. Oh, yeah. I can't say they're never going to happen, but if it's a rare occurrence, uh, I think that's good. And the more women that'll be out there and active in the hobby, that's a good thing. The man that-